Daniel. Hi. Um, just to reflect very quickly on, on last week and, and Liverpool played so well. I'm sure as a manager you took so many positives, but no points. Is that very much the story of your season? Yes, a little bit. Uh, if, you're, uh, if you're honest, of course, was a was a great performance. I would say, like nearly always in the in the recent weeks, and uh, yeah, of course, was was a bit. Uh, Unlucky outcome with this uh, nil one loss. We were pretty pretty close to to create a big sensation yeah, to be the first uh, team perhaps to to beat them or at least to get one point. I think there. Meanwhile, there was in the league uh, 17 wins in a row. It's it's uh, outstanding. But it's also uh, we couldn't uh, take too much attention on it. So it's more it was more like it was a bit like a free shot and then uh, pretty quick. We we were of course a bit disappointed with the loss, but we draw a line on it. Spoke about the things we have to learn out of this game. Uh, spoke also about the many positive things uh, that we showed on. The on the pitch and then uh, during the the whole week we were totally focused already on uh, on Wolves. I know you've used the word miracle in terms of, mm. of getting out of it and, and surviving relegation. How many wins do you think it would take for you to, to get safe? Yes, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Six, seven. We will. We will see. So we we know that we need to come as close as possible to 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 40 points. So the good thing is, it's not like just two game days to play, and you have to pray for uh, for another result. So it's more like uh, that another team has to draw, or in the, in the other fixture there has to be a win for this team or that team. It's more like it's in our hands. So if we get enough points, and um, yeah, we will have the right to stay in this league. It will be a long road and really difficult and a huge task without. So without any doubt because yeah, let's be honest we're in the worst position of all competitors and we need to win more points uh, than all our uh, other competitors but it's still in our hands so we don't have to um, look to the other fixtures and, and pray for a result in the different fixtures more like to come to be concentrated on our games and uh, to be as uh, successful as possible uh, Stuart Webber's been speaking this week about, about the transfer window that, that's just gone and how mm. he felt it was a little bit disruptive and disrespectful to the club that so many of your players were so often linked with other clubs. Did you find it a little bit disturbing in terms of what you were trying to do and how you were trying to prepare your team? Well, it's it's always a bit tricky during this uh, transfer uh, window. So especially in January, there are lots of rumours. It's then not easy always to 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 focus the players on the uh, on the topic. But um, each and every club has has more or less uh, this uh, this topic. Of course, for us, it's it's a bit more difficult. Yeah, because we were under unbelievable financial pressure in the recent uh, in the recent season. We had to sell some of our key players, and yeah, for that, then sometimes you got the feeling, okay, everyone thinks, okay, it's it's easy to get a player for Norwich because they have to sell players but I think Stewart and the board made it clear so we are in a much much better financial situation so there's no need at all to, to sell any players because we are pretty pretty solid right now in our financial opportunities and for that so I was I was never concerned because because we were pretty pretty clear um, yeah within our uh, our office so that we won't sell any player and of course for especially for Stuart it was uh, was even a bit more annoying yeah, because yeah, all the agents and uh, all the press wants wants to speak with him about this so I could uh, more or less focus really on the uh, on the job I think for him it was even a bit more annoying and uh, but in general so we are in a good position and uh, we will also be pretty pretty strong uh, also in the summer and he also said that, that whilst there was a lot of agent talk, paper talk, that, mm. that there wasn't actually any, any concrete approaches. So from your perspective, that was the case, that, that no club actually declared any interest in, in for example, Todd Cantwell or, or Max Ahrens over the course of January. 
I won't uh, comment anything and don't want to speak about the internal. So that's uh, quite normal. I never, I never do this. But uh, believe me, when there is lots of speculation and, and many, many articles in the newspaper, uh, quite often uh, there's nothing in it. So it's more like uh, the proper business is, is done really pro in, a, in a pretty serious way. And and when really one a big club wants wants to buy a player, then it's more like. Um, yeah, there, there's a proper talk and I'm not uh, speaking about uh, several magazines or newspapers or whatever. So uh, I was always aware how the situation is and there was never concerned. You, you spoke about not being under a pressure to sell players now. have you? I guess you and, and Stuart have spoken about the importance of whichever division you're in next season, not having too big a rebuilding job and not having to, to find six, seven starters and, and losing everyone who's been mm -hmm. so good for you since you got in here really. Yeah, so of course we are pl uh, planning uh, planning for for different scenarios. So we have to be professional uh, in order to be prepared for for all cases. But uh, if I'm honest, we're we're not so tempted right now just to speak about the next season, what what to do. And it's it's not like we have already raised the white flag and we are already just planning for the uh, for the championship. So it's more like um, we are pretty much focused on the on the each and every day uh, work. Uh, what we have to do right now so we are unbelievably focused on the Wolves game we are unbelievably focused also on the on the on the next week and of course in the background uh, we have to do some some uh, work as well but uh, our main topic is right now to be as successful as possible in the uh, in the next weeks and all the other topics are not that important of course we have to prepare a bit and, and do a bit we have to be professional but uh, our main focus is really totally on uh, on the games right now Talking of the game then, I don't know if you watched Wolves in, in the Europa League last night, pretty impressive how big a task is ahead of you on Sunday. Yes, so I uh, don't have to um, interpretate too much, it's a, it's a team who's allowed to, to play in Europe, that uh, says a lot, it's a team who's playing a really, really good uh, role in the in the Premier League. Um, I think the last three games were three clean sheets uh, for them, so uh, they have top class, uh, top class players. They always have a good structure. It's unbelievably difficult to to break them, to create chances against them, and they have threats in the offense. They have individual quality, and they're fighting again for for Europe uh, this season. And um, of course, it's a it's a difficult, it's a huge task. But uh, yeah, I don't see any easy fixture for us. So um, uh, it's it's not that important. It's more like important. We have to be focused on on our top and to be good in, in, in our topics in order to bring our football football on the pitch and if you're capable to do this uh, then we have a chance wherever we go and we also have a chance at Wolves. Just a couple of other quick topics if I may before we finish. Mm -hmm. um, VAR, I don't know if you saw the comments from, from Arsene Wenger this mm -hmm. week about potentially how he would change the offside rule if any part of the body that can score a goal is in line with the last defender, even if other parts of the attacker's body are in front, hmm. would you be in favour of, of a change to the law of the AR? I'm not, yes, I'm in general, I'm, I'm not so much tempted to, to uh, ask for rule change or whatever. I'm a bit a traditionalist and, and purist and, and football. I, I like the game and I don't want to have too many uh, changes, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest. Um, the topic Azem brought up is, is probably quite, quite clear. It's more like um, what is in the sense of the game? In the sense uh, of this offside rule, we, we also we had uh, once this rule so in doubt, uh, we give it to, uh, to the offense. And I think in this uh, in this sense, uh, Arsen uh, made made his comments. He's right now in a in a different role and can think a bit about the. Yeah, the bigger topics like rule topics in, in football. So when you're in charge, you're more concentrated on on yeah, adapting to the rules. So for me, it's not such a big topic. But um, yeah, it's it's also in, in terms of VAR and and the rules. It's always like how um, in in which 
sense do we want to to play a game and uh, when we have a situation and we had several times also with VAR situation that yeah the body of the of the player was uh, one yard behind the defensive player and then just perhaps uh, his fingertip was uh, perhaps one uh, inch uh, ahead of of the opponent or whatever i think in this case Arsenal is then properly right it's not in the sense of the game um, that it should be offside but it is within the rules and it's always difficult because you need clear rules um uh, so for that, it's it's um, yeah probably up to um, yeah to a task force or uh, anyhow to to find some some uh, solutions. But uh, I think to to speak about okay, in which sense do we want to play this game in order to 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 initiate a discussion about this? Uh, Arsene is probably probably uh, totally on the on the on the right path. But um, to be honest, it's not the most important topic for me. So I will adapt to the rules and yeah, I, I play with the rules no problem. And just finally for me, away from, from the first team, we spent some time this morning with young Shay Hutchinson, who's obviously waiting for, mm. for a kidney at the moment, just wondering what, what your impressions are and what you know of his, his story so far. Yes, Shay is a, is a player of our uh, of our academy and of course we are we are all aware and I think it's quite important and also a, um, a proof of how we act as a uh, as a club so it's um it's um that we always take care of our players and that we look after after our players and um so for that Shay's definitely in the best hands and we we take a lot of responsibility to be uh, to be there i read a nice um interview of of per Mertesack in the, in the last days he's right now responsible for the academy of of arsenal and he said something like um, listen, our our approach is also in our Hall of Fame. Shouldn't be just the players. There should be uh, many many different careers also like in from our academy. So we see more the human being than just the player and the player who can be an important piece of business. So to see more the the human being behind the players is is quite important. This is also a sign and this is also how we act. So we look after our players. It's not like we. Uh, just judge them in the in the in the way they are just a, a piece of business. Yeah, of course we are all happy when they are unbelievable successful and and um, and ha- can have a great impact on on Norwich City. But we always uh, judge them as as human beings, and for that we look after them. And uh, I think Che is definitely in his best hands. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. I know you touched on this uh, slightly, but the way that you played um, against Liverpool, you, and, and I know that obviously the results in recent weeks have. Mm been picking up, that must give you yet again a lot of hope that even though it's a difficult task between now and the end of the season, it's it's not impossible. Yes, definitely. Performances uh, are always um, are always important. Yeah, it's it's we can't bake results, especially not against uh, yeah, the best team in the world at uh, at the moment. So, but we can deliver performances, and to deliver with a performance is always a basement in order to to have then the chance to to get a result. And then it's about the little details. Yeah, to be effective in using your chances. And also to to avoid um, yeah all the all the situations for the for the opponent I think in general so we can take lots of confidence out of our last performances and uh, performance wise we are on the definitely on the right path also in terms of results yeah of course nil one loss against uh, Liverpool is not the end of the world it's uh, it's actually a good good definitely a good approach and we're pretty close to get something out of this but also when I judge our last. Uh, away games in, uh, in general so it was a really top performance at Tottenham a win at Burnley a clean sheet at Newcastle so especially the away games um, uh, in, the, in the recent weeks were quite good and uh, if you go further on like this and can deliver performance like this uh, we'll have a chance in each of the game to, to add points and if we're capable to do this in each of the game then we have a chance to, to collect enough points in order to, to earn the right to stay in this league 
Well, I know they did play well last night, Wolves, mm. um, but it is still a tight turnaround. So I know you're not going to say you've got the advantage, but that it's better than them having a week to prepare. Yes, but meanwhile they are also used to 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 play in this rhythm, and sometimes it's it's even easier. Uh, before the Liverpool game, I think Liverpool had uh, 12 or 13 days without a game, and they were already speaking about okay, we have to find our rhythm back against Norwich City. So um, sometimes it's it's even better just to 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 play games. I don't want to interpret too much uh, that they played this game so um, they they were fantastic they had a home game they don't have a, the travel they're used to play in this rhythm so uh, I don't think it's an advantage or disadvantage or something like this it's more like it's an unbelievable uh, difficult and complicated task and we have to be at our best level in order to be competitive but that's what we're trying to do and you said last week that you had a big decision about whether to play Ben Godfrey from the start you decided not to what, what's your thoughts on that this this week um yes of course it's uh, it was definitely good to have uh, to have Ben back as an as an option but if i'm honest so the decision was was not too big yeah, because he was out for uh, for 10 weeks and then to bring him or more or less uh, out for 10 weeks uh, just as a few minutes against Bournemouth and uh, then to bring him in, in a, into a into a game when he has to defend uh, probably more than in all other games uh, during the season. It was quite uh, quite simple because we had fantastic options with uh, Christoph Zimmerman and and Grant Henley. And for that, um, of course, I'm always tempted to to bring uh, Ben uh, back in. And and if he's uh, if he's on his uh, on his top level, there's no question because he's full of potential and quite a quite a. Um, quite a top player for us, but uh, even the top players sometimes when they come back after injury, uh, they sometimes have to uh, have to wait a little bit. And for that, it's a good situation to be in. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, listening to Todd Campbell chat after the weekend's game, he mentioned just how unforgiving the Premier League is. Do you think Norwich need to, to quickly discover a, a ruthless, almost a nasty edge, just to to get the results that perhaps your performances deserve? Um, yes, to be ruthless and clinical and brutal always helps, and so uh, we always uh, always ask for this. So, but we knew this from the from the first game day. So it's not like we're naive and uh, think, okay, just just need to uh, produce some some beautiful football. So we know that we have to be unbelievably effective. And we spoke um, also publicly pretty uh, pretty open about this. Okay, against Liverpool, probably you won't um, be able to create 10 one against one uh, situation on the goalkeeper. You will have perhaps. Uh, one in the game, and sadly we missed the situation uh, with with Lucas and and Timo, um, yeah, because we were then not tidy enough in, in playing this little pass to um, to Timo. So it's more like yes, uh, to to be also like unbelievable switch on and clinical also in the in the situations uh, when you are there in front of the goal. So it's uh, it's important to win games uh, on this level and to win points and. It's definitely definitely a, a strength we have to we have to add. We have showed this also in uh, in several games. Uh, for example, against Man City, we were unbelievably effective in, in using our chances. But we have to show this more or less in each of the game in order to to win points. Yes. Probably, if there was a great example of summing up Norwich's season and how it's been, was the home game against Wolves, where for 45 minutes Norwich were outstanding, mm. should have been out of sight. You mm. worked, and Norwich came back and won. I guess lessons learned from that match just before Christmas. Yes, you learn out of uh, out of each and every each and every game. But um, uh, to be honest, it's, it was also something that we knew before. So I think um, we dominated the game. We were fantastic. We missed an unbelievable amount of of chances. Uh, the game should be already uh, buried at uh, at halftime, and then just one small situation was more like a 
yeah, I think a second phase uh, set piece anyhow, also unlucky because it was not on purpose that this ball should come in uh, on the on the last post when we were not switched on in our positioning uh, that much was also a bit unlucky. Yeah, but this little detail, so and, and football, small small details can sometimes can can change the world, and uh, this also like what this game has proved. Um, but on the other hand, it's it's also like what we can take strength out of it, yeah? because everyone writes us off at the moment because you are uh, there is already a gap, and you have to close the gap, and and many many people will say, okay, it's impossible to do this, but uh, such a game like Wolves proves, okay, in football, everything is, is possible if you're switched on and if you're uh, able to use your chances. And that's what we're trying to do tomorrow. And just finally... On Sunday, sorry. Yeah, Sunday, yeah. How's Timu Puki? Um, is his confidence as you'd like it to be? Is he a bit low on confidence? I guess probably hasn't looked quite as sharp and quite as clinical as Norwich fans over the last year have seen. It's always good for a striker when he when he scores goals. That's uh, that's right. But also our last goal, so Timo there was pretty cool and and ice cold from the penalty spot. And yeah, to be to be fair, so it um, it was not an easy game for him against against Liverpool. I think his workload was good, his movements were good. Yeah, but it was not the situation when he could create uh, ten chances or something like this. So he was not responsible for this two against one situation because I think Lucas had to be a bit more tidy in this uh, in this moment that he had a great chance in the end of the game, but. It was difficult to score out of this situation. It was not like a situation where you say, "Okay, you need to score out of this." Um, there were a few games uh, or, or when he, of course, missed a few chances. But I think even the best strikers in the world, uh, even if you watch the games of, of yeah, for example, Mane was unbelievable against against us in using the chance. But if you will watch a, a season back, you will also see that they uh, are able to to miss several chances or. Firmino, for example, missed an unbelievable chance also against against us in this in this game. And even the best strikers in the world uh, can't use each of the uh, chance. And Timo is 100% one of the best strikers in this league, without any doubt. And I'm not concerned when he sometimes has a period when he perhaps missed a chance or whatever. So we totally believe in him and he doesn't have to prove anything. Uh, he said, I was, I think, 11 goals so far during the season for a team is sitting... Um, in position 20 and it's not able to create chances like for example Man City does this so I'm pretty pleased with Timo and he's unbelievable part for us Daniel uh, Sam Barham where are we with him his injury yeah sadly I have uh, a few bad uh, news today in terms of in terms of injuries so Sam uh, will be out the whole season um, his tendon and his uh, hamstring was uh, interrupted and he needed uh, surgery he already had the surgery everything uh, was positive was already done but he will be out for about four months so no chance for him to uh, return back during uh, during the seasons of course a big blow for him and also for us because I think it was fantastic in the, in the recent months um, so he won't be available and uh, will be just back in, uh, for pre-season uh, he's out for this game uh, it's also Major doubt behind uh, Christoph Zimmermann because he got some uh, hamstring problems in the, in the in the Liverpool game and um, it seems like it's not enough time to 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 get him back uh, on the pitch for this this weekend. We will try everything, but um, if you ask me today, I think he's not able to to play. At least it's a it's a major doubt. Uh, so for that, probably we have to play uh, without him. Let's see what what happens in the next two days. But at least. 
95% I would say we have to play without him and it's also a major doubt behind uh, uh, on desk because there was an incident in the training on uh, on Wednesday uh, a knee problem and uh, he's still with our doctors and our physicists in order to assess this so I can't uh, tell you at the moment how bad it really is so um, uh, we have to wait wait a little bit but also major doubt for the uh, for the game at the weekend with Ronel, um is that the knee because he did the knee before didn't he albeit in a bizarre way but is it the same knee again yeah it's it's, it's the same knee I hope it's it's not the same injury or uh, injury that relates on it or something something like this uh, was an incident on, on Wednesday with the training and uh, sadly he was not able to to train uh, yesterday not not today and we assess him at the moment and he will see his specialist also because it's the same knee and we have to be careful with this moment I, in this moment I hope it's not it's not too bad so the first assessment is it's probably not not too bad or not at least not as bad as it was in the uh, in the summer when he was out for four months. Uh, but we have to wait a bit. I can't confirm uh, really a, a precise diagnosis uh, today. But uh, he's definitely a major doubt also for the game. Uh, but we did see some pictures uh, training yesterday. Tim Closer working mm-hmm. with the ball. So obviously not for this weekend. I'm assuming. But where are we now in terms of his potential return? Yes, he's doing quite well in the re-up. He's not back in team training. He's still doing some additional work, but also not just running stuff, also with the ball and hopefully not too far away from, from team training. And um, yeah, we, we put more and more loads on him and he adapts quite well. And if it goes further on, then he's not too far away from returning back to team training. And of course, it would be a, a good major boost for us if he, if he can do this. He will need a bit time after being out for so many, so many months, then to be back in this rhythm and his back level, but um, best level. But um, it's good to have uh, Tim pretty close also to the to the group. He's also important for the for the group and the confidence and the spirit. And it's it's good to see him, um, yeah, handling the road uh, that well at the moment. Just obviously back track on Sambar. Terrible news for that himself because by common consent, he's, he's mm. been a very good signing for you. But and you referenced it after the game. Actually, Jamal came in and was very good. You felt uh, up against Salah. He's now clearly going to get an opportunity to have an extended run. So as bad as it is for Sam, you've got to look on the positive. It's an opportunity for Jamal. That's how you have to look at it. Yes, definitely. Of course, in in, in general, when uh, such a key player like uh, like Sam is not available, it's always um, always bad news for a group. Uh, definitely, and it's not just to replace him for one game, but we have to replace him for the following twelve games and hopefully also uh, hopefully many games in the FA Cup. Um, so it's it's of course um, not good news, not 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 at all. But I also have to uh, give a huge compliment to to Jamal because it felt also strange in the two or three weeks before because he was top class in training really absolutely top class and I couldn't bring him in because uh, all our fullbacks were delivering during the games uh, also on the top level Sam and also also Max on the on the other side and it felt unbelievable hush on uh, on Jamal because uh, he played more or less each and every second uh, since two years for us and then he had his injury and he was back and also back to his best fitness and although he trained on his top level uh, I was not able to bring him in but he stayed mentally strong he stayed he prepared his body and also his mind uh, for for this situation. Then to come in without in, in such a game, yeah, without being in his rhythm, without being um, capable to warm up because he had to uh, come uh, back in quickly, and uh, then to to defend against Mo Salah, probably one hundred percent one of the best wingers in the world. 
if not the best winger in the world at, at the moment to defend him that well uh, says a lot about Jamal and uh, I think he was there with a, with a top top level performance and uh, for that I was pretty pleased and no concerns about the weekend and uh, yeah it's a good chance for him to shine again Just one more on Jamal um, he probably won't think it has benefited him while he was sat on the sidelines for a long period but as a young player what a journey because as you say he was pretty much your first choice he's now the first choice for his country as well mm. playing in the European Championships mm. Just to have almost maybe a bit of a dip at a young age and to come back, it says a lot about him as a character and moving forward in his career will probably benefit from this period, won't it? Definitely. Uh, and I think it's uh, exactly like you like you said, it will be definitely uh, important for us uh, for his career because it's the first time that he has setback in his in his career because uh, when I came here he was immediately injured for a long time but then he was just one or two weeks back in team training from this moment he played each and every second for us not only in the league games he also had to play each and every cup game each and every preseason game uh, and he always played and it's the first time that he was out with an injury and also the first time that um, anyhow after he was back to fitness he had to wait two or three weeks and it was the first time that he had this experience. Um, and he had to more or less to 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 uh, to fight for his position, and then um, like to to find this mental strength. Okay, not to be disappointed anyhow, and to, to doubt yourself more. Like okay, I want to to be professional to prepare my mind and my body for this situation. I have to to have to wait. It was not like he just uh, had one proper training week and he was back uh, back in the starting lineup. He had to stay mentally strong and and to deliver another week and another week and another week. And then to have this experience, it will definitely help him also in his career. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really trust him that he comes uh, back even stronger than before. And for that, uh, I think it was important. Period. Although Jamal, of course, he each and every player wants to play each and every game, and he 100% would have preferred to to start a bit earlier. But I think on the mid on the long term, he will watch back on this period and will speak about okay it was uh, a crucial period in, in order to, to reach the next step in his career and I think he, he learned a lot in, during this time uh, Just a very final one from me you asked about the Car Road game with Wolves Emmy Buendia many said that was probably one of his best games in the Norwich mm. shirt that day you've gone with Lucas Rump the last two games and brought Emmy mm. on but given it's Wolves given how well he played in the Car Road game is he really in your thoughts now to start the game or something? Emmy's always uh, always in my thoughts uh, because um, believe me, there is probably no one here in this room who knows um, how good and uh, Emmy is and how big his potential is and uh, can still remember the situation when we found it in last season, for example, um, quite quite difficult and complicated to win games uh, when he was not available. Uh, for example, when he was uh, booked with his red card or had this little injury, and um, it's more or less like uh, I know exactly about the impact of of Emmy Buendia. Um, but there are also two things I think we also have to keep in mind. Uh, the first thing is it's a different level right now. It's a Premier League. And uh, the second thing is also Emi is an unbelievable young lad and he's still developing. And he has never played before uh, in the first tire. So he was in the Spanish second tire. He played them with us um, in the championship in the second tire in England. And right now he's playing the, uh, in the best league in the world. And all I can say is I'm pretty pleased with uh, Emi's uh, season so far. Um, because I think he was fantastic in the beginning of the season. Then he had a period when yeah, he lacked a bit of workload against the ball and a bit tactical discipline. And uh, for that, he had to wait a bit uh, on the uh, on the sidelines. But he showed a perfect reaction 
and responded quite well and, and was unbelievably strong. And then he yeah, sadly had, had this uh, little setback with this uh, little injury and was out for two and a half weeks. And right now at the moment, he finds it a bit a bit difficult to, to come back to this uh, level uh, where he was before this little injury. And that's quite normal for for, for a young player. And uh, I think it's it's also important to, to, be, to be honest and also to protect him a bit, yeah? because I work with him each and every day and I just can him bring him back in when he's back to his to his to his best level and and prepared because if he's just there with 95 percent it was definitely possible to bring him back on championship level and he could still uh, make the difference but on this level um let's be honest when he was is not 100 percent prepared you could could re um, if you're honest also realize it at newcastle when we brought him in and he didn't look uh, quite well in the last 30 minutes. If if you're really honest, not to to accuse him, but our game looks poor when he brought him in. And also, I watched him then each and each and every uh, day during the last two weeks before the Liverpool game um, in in training. And I got the feeling so he's not there with his 100%. And then to bring him in and to defend also like the the best fullbacks in the world at the moment. Yeah, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson they have an unbelievable impact. I we got got the feeling it's it's not the right right moment to 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 bring him in and it's it's important with Amy. I'm totally totally happy with the season because for me it's quite normal that such a young player when he's playing his first season on Premier League level he's there with ups and downs and that's quite normal and I'm pleased of course everyone who knows about his potential even himself he wants to be in the spotlight in each of the game. Um, and I think he's in, in many topics. He was already fantastic in this first season. Now, when I think, for example, about his um, yeah his ability to to assist, he's already there with six assists. Or if we take the the goal of Mario um, uh, when he was there, even with a little touch before, already seven assists. It's perhaps not world class on this level for a winger but for our level it's it's top class and uh, he's the best record of all our players in in this terms and also when i think about this ability to be there with with key passes also top class or when i think um we don't mention it that much because he shines more like with possession but also his ability to gain possession back so he always is unbelievably good in, in his pressing and, and he has many many winnings of the ball so he has many topics where he is already top class um, but it's also quite important also to be unbelievably honest with these young players. Um, there are also a few topics where he still has to, has to improve. Yeah, let's be honest. So we have the 26th game day and he says a winger with nine goals. So um, it's definitely a topic I would I would say where is there is space for improvement. Or yeah, we can also watch some, some other statistics. Um, there are several losses of the ball and also sometimes he lacks also a bit like to to add more runnings in behind uh, it's also a topic we, where he has to improve and uh, probably the most important topic um, and this is also also important to to be honest um, it's it's not so much about individual statistics assists or runnings in behind or whatever it's it's always about the uh, the team success and uh, when the most important statistic is the point average uh, in the starting lineup uh, and we also have to be honest he has fantastic statistics huh? But his point average in the starting lineup, uh, no other winger has a worse uh, point average. And this is also, I don't say this in order to accuse Emmy. It's more like it's it's important that I'm totally happy with him, but also to make sure we, we can't forget he's not on this level right now like Messi is for Barcelona. Yeah? Because um, if just Messi is there just with one um, leg that is all right, yeah, he's on the pitch. Or... 
Ronaldo in his best times, yeah, when I have to carry him uh, on the pitch as a coach, I would do this just to have him on the pitch. Emmy, in a few years, hopefully will, he will reach his level. But on this level, at the moment, he has to be there with 100% in order to make the difference. And if he, if he does this, he can make the difference. But if he's there just with 95%, he uh, makes a difference in the other way around. And I have to make sure I watch him each every day. So believe me, no one is, is more tempted to bring him back into the starting line than, than I, I do. Because I know about his potential and his ability uh, that he can bring us on a, on a different level. But I also have to protect this player. I just will bring him back when he really looks unbelievably sharp, also against the ball, also in his tactical discipline, also in his behavior, also with the ball that he's able to, to be there at his best. Uh, because otherwise, um, we will then also have a problem when he's uh, when he's on the pitch. And uh, for that, uh, we watch him pretty, pretty carefully in training. We work a lot, uh, a lot with him. And it's it's not like um, I want to accuse him. It's more like I have to have to make sure that I also protect sometimes the young players, because otherwise yeah, you will also lose the trust of his teammates or something like this. So for that, um, I think it's, it's quite important to be unbelievably careful because it's not so much about the individual uh, success, not about individual awards, not about how many goals uh, Timo scores, not about how many uh, assists uh, Emmy has. It's more like we have to be successful as a team. And for that, each and every player has to be there with 100%. And uh, that's why I uh, work really pretty carefully with them each and every day on the training pitch. And believe me, when I got the feeling he is ready and be back on his best level, then he will play. Just, just one for me, Daniel. Um, is it how impressive is it how um, Nuno has he hasn't really rotated his team much yet? They're, they're mm. playing on so many different fronts. They're mm. sustaining their form, aren't they, for a huge number of mm. games in different competitions? Yes, they are sticking uh, to their principles, and and you always. Um, uh, you always realize without knowing uh, which sh shirts Wolves are wearing, uh, which is Wolverhampton Wanderers of, of Nuno. And um, I think it's a, it's a credit a credit to his work. So uh, they stick to their principles and they are always so structured. They are always unbelievably solid. It's so difficult to, to score goals against them. It's so difficult anyhow even to, to create chances against them. So that was uh, one of the reasons I was that annoyed with our result against them in the, uh, in the first leg because I got the feeling we created more chances against them than any other team uh, in the league so far. And sadly, we were not effective enough in order to do this. And, um, we know that if we are good in, in our topics, we can create chances against them. We have to be just uh, we have to be effective in, uh, and use them because they are always unbelievably structured and then they definitely have threats in the offense and they are good in counter-attacks and strong out of set piece and, and have players who can make the difference in the offense and they are pretty pretty much uh, yeah uh, unbelievably difficult task and, and uh, really really good uh, really good team and definitely due to the work of Nuno definitely and the players have obviously changed but are they the same challenges you had when you first came up against them in 2017 in, in terms of how Nuno yes the only problem is uh, at uh, unbelievable quality also with spending lots of lots of money so Jimenez Jimenez was not there they were able to bring him in and also several other top class top class players Moutinho so we don't have to speak they're still um, top players on the on this level and and uh, yeah they have also many opportunities also in financial terms that's also also key topic why they were able to play such a top role already so quick after after promotion and um yeah it's definitely a huge task for us and we have to prepare that